This is the Neck Break Kid, the Soul Taker, TSC, your dad, Dio Bando of Primetime Heat, and your first ever Sal Balomo Memorial Battle Royal winner. And you are now listening to the Battlefield Pro Wrestling Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Yeah! BPW Nation, it's your favorite time of week once again, the Battlefield Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Big Joe Machesco, joined as always by my co-host, Sage Santiago and Reggie Banner. I'd like to welcome them each to the show right now. Reggie, welcome to another jam-packed episode of the Battlefield Pro Wrestling Podcast. How you doing this week? Big Joe, doing well, can't complain, man. I'm ready to talk about this show, the summer swivel, and boy, did we swivel last night. Man, from everything that I heard, it was uh, a jam-packed crowd, lots of action, and I can't wait to get into these these match reviews with you. Sage, how is everything going for you, my friend? Uh, you know how the angel voice is. She's, she's alive. That's all that matters. That is oh. all that matters. How about for you, Big Joe? Alive is good. Um, yeah, so we're still on this side of the dirt, so that's a plus. Um, we have that going for us. But yeah, I'm awesome. I'm ready to talk about this show. And uh, just before we get started, I wanted to get in here and talk about where you can find all of your Battlefield Pro Wrestling action. And that's going to be on the Premier Streaming Network. So you can either download that in your app store, just search Premier Streaming Network, or online go to watchonpremier.com. That's watchonpremier.com. And for $9.99, you will get to tune in live to all of the pay-per-views that you can't make it to. And then you'll get to go and watch all of the pay-per-views back on the replay and our student shows, which the future shows, which we are going to be reviewing today, our latest one, they are starting to trickle in on there as well. Also check us out on Facebook, uh, battlefield pro wrestling and YouTube battlefield pro wrestling. And then also we are now on Instagram and more social media links to come in the future. Now I do have another announcement here. So I talked to big Sean from uh, production and I asked him if we can make a debut on YouTube with the podcast. And he said he doesn't think it's going to be a problem. So not only are we coming to you on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but the Battlefield Pro Wrestling Podcast will soon be available on the YouTube channel as well. So more ways to listen to your favorite pro wrestling podcast coming up here. One more thing before we get started into the summer swivel results and review. Got to talk about the Edge of Greatness. The Edge of Greatness coming to us Sunday, July 30th from the Signature Event Center in Broadheadsville, Pennsylvania. Battlefield's home turf. As always, the doors will open at 4 p.m. Bell time at 5 p.m. Tickets are still on sale now, but check this out. I just wanted to highlight three matches on this card. So we have Jordan Oliver. Coming in from formerly of MLW, he's he enters the battlefield to take on the the scorching hot Encore More Battlefield Zone Encore More. Then two huge rematches: Spencer Slade versus Phil Insane. Gonna go at it once again 
here in the battlefield. And Phil Insane, I've been following him on Facebook. That dude is not happy since Spencer Slade crushed his mask. However, on the flip side, Spencer Slade, I don't think he gives a shit because we've never seen somebody take it to Phil Insane the way that Spencer Slade did. And that is going to be one hell of a rematch. And speaking of rematches, what a rematch this is. Everybody should be everybody should want to see this match. Matt Cardona returns to the battlefield to take on Casey Navarro once again after Cardona cheated his way to the victory in the first match. Casey Navarro, he did grab the mic after his match last at last month's pay-per-view, and he called Cardona out on that because he had a cheat not once, not twice, but three different occasions, and it, he still barely got the victory over Casey. So everybody in the battlefield has got to be pulling for Casey Navarro in this one, and hopefully he gets to even the score with Matt Cardona. Once again, that is Battlefield Pro Wrestling Presents Edge of Greatness, our, our monthly pay-per-view, and that will be live on the Premier Streaming Network. Once again, watch on Premier.com, or if you can get out there and see it live, we are at the Signature Event Center in Broadheadsville, Pennsylvania. Once again, bell time, 5 p.m., doors open at 4. Now, Reggie Banner, you've been messaging me every day since Sunday after the show because you are uh, one of the point men in the commentary booth along with Big Sean. You guys do a tremendous job on commentary at the future shows and bring those to life for all of the viewers. And you said that there were some things in here that you just can't wait to talk about because the crowd was so hot. I saw I saw some pictures from the show. The, the house was packed. For, for futures. I mean, people cannot get enough of BPW. What was the environment like, Reggie Banner? Like, what, what kind of energy? You can't help but be hyped for this. Bro, you would have thought we were at, I don't know, like the biggest concert you could imagine. The fans were loud. I could barely hear myself talking during commentary. Everyone was screaming. Everyone was cheering. They're booing everybody they don't like. You know, they're cheering everyone they love. The people are clapping, standing up, smacking hands. Like, dude, the atmosphere was amazing. I can't even explain it. Just just wait till you watch it yourself. Watch it back, and you'll see what I'm talking about because energy level was through the roof. Speaking of watching it back, tonight, debuting on our YouTube channel that we mentioned earlier, you will be able to see that show, The Summer Swivel, on the Battlefield Pro Wrestling YouTube channel. So a freebie going out there for everybody. Make sure you tune in to see all of our Futures stars. Sage, you were pulling, I know Sage pulls double duty here at the battlefield. She does the podcast with us, but also she has uh, also been taking on some ring announcing. So uh, how awesome was it to be in front of a crowd that size at the future show? This has to be your biggest crowd that you've worked so far. Almost definitely. It is my biggest crowd that I worked so far. It, it was a lot of fun. And in all honesty, I really, I really enjoyed this one. I think this was, out of all the times I've ring announced, I think I have to say this was my favorite show that I've gotten to do so far um, because I think I sounded great, to be honest. Uh, besides the couple matches, I ended up losing my voice during. But other than that, it was it was incredible. It was a little nerve wracking. Not going to say going out for the first match. But, but then once you get those jitters out of the way, it's kind of like easy rolling. Yeah, you, I'm sure you did fine. Can't wait to see that back on the replay tonight. Everybody loves the, the angel voice of the battlefield, so I'm sure you're fine. You don't have an enemy in the world except Mike Payton, but uh, I digress. digress. Uh, first match here, Reggie. We're going to get right into it, sir. Summer Swivel, uh, this past Sunday 
at brought to you by the battlefield. We had RJ Carnage taking on Arson Kruger, and man, oh man, what a matchup on paper. I was this is a match that I had circled just then we talked about it last week, just from a, a pure athleticism standpoint. RJ Carnage is very uh, throw caution to the wind style offense, but Arson also has a little element of that also. And we mentioned the speed versus the stamina with RJ, you know, going 100 miles an hour, but Arson being able to go 100 miles an hour, but also being able to to keep that pace up. So Interesting results here from this match, and we'll get into that. But, Reggie, I want you to take this one and uh, just give me your perspective on, you know, give us a little bit of the action. How, how did this one pan out? Man, this was like a chess match. You know, every move that Arson did, RJ had an answer for. Every move RJ did, Arson had an answer for. It was back and forth the whole entire match, dude. Like, at one point, these two hit a double clothesline on each other. You know, they, they're thinking – Using their speed, each other, knock each other out. They're going for double suplexes. They're going, they're pinning each other. Next thing you know, Arson's pinning RJ. RJ's pinning Arson. They're literally rolling around in a circle on the ring. And you know, usually when people are wrestling, one, one person's going to get the upper hand. Someone's going to get tired eventually. These two, it almost seemed like they were feeding off each other with their energy levels. It was like, what you can do. I can do better. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. The whole match, like, it was so crazy to the point where, like you said, interest results, they draw. They ran out of time. Oh, man. So it was a time limit draw. Absolutely. And, like, I really think these two, I know this is, like, overused. I want to see them fight forever. Because, like, I want to see a clear winner, but we, we didn't have that. But fortunately, you know, they got up. They shook hands. They hugged out in the match, and there was some great respect shown. So I would love to see these two run it back. Well, run it back, but also, Sage, since we, since the tag titles are now at the forefront of BPW, do we possibly see a union here with RJ Carnage and Arson Kruger? I think that I think those two working together could do some damage. You know, I was just gonna say the same thing. Like, um, I could. Honest to God, see them becoming a tag team. However, I feel like personally, you know, when you have a match and there's no clear winner, you still kind of, you kind of want to go at it again. You want to see who can get the upper hand. So I think before we see them become a tag team, I think they're going to have a couple more matches just so, just so they can settle some, you know, score. What if it keeps ending up in a draw? (laughs) And maybe they just need a no time limit. Ooh. No, that's true, though, because, like like you said, there really was no clear winner for for this match. Like, I remember sitting there calling it, and I'm talking to Sean, and we could even pinpoint, like, you know, who had the upper hand. No one had the upper hand the whole entire time. It, it was amazing. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And that's the type of – see, that just goes to show the type of competitors we have here in Battlefield. Like, these guys are willing to – and girls, sorry. we, we They're willing to leave it all in the ring. And it's just, I mean, this is the second time limit draw we've had here at Battlefield Pro Wrestling. So that means these guys are pushing them and girls to the absolute limits. And I love every second of it. Match number two, we have the returning Malik Del Vonte taking on Adam Lockwood. Now, we've seen both of these gentlemen recently here in Battlefield. Lockwood picking up uh, a few more matches than Malik, but Malik, I think, is going to be uh, a mainstay here on the Battlefield roster. Reggie, h- how did this one play out for us here? 
Listen, man, the swag of Malik, I just got to point that out first. Comes out, it's purple gear, the crowd's dancing, the cloud is clapping. You ever seen a room of like 70 people clapping in sync to someone's theme song? It was beautiful, man. But then here comes Adam Lockwood with the Lockwood method. He tries to hypnotize Malik and it's not working, you know? So basically Adam had to use his power to beat on Malik a little bit. And Malik was answering back um, a couple backbreakers and Lockwood was really working Malik's elbow, his shoulder and everything. It was super taped up and he targeted that. So that was really smart of him to um, continue to do that. However, at some point during the match, I would say about halfway through, uh, Malik starts to build some momentum, right? He actually takes Adam's hypnosis and tries to hypnotize Adam. And when he does that, Malik goes for this cutter. However, you can't hypnotize the master hypnosis. He hits him with this beautiful backbreaker and pins Malik for a two count. Malik kicks out. Malik starts, you know, rallies back up. He's finally able to hit this cutter. I swear, the hang time he had. He was in air for at least five seconds when he hit that cutter for the one, two, three. And Malik took that victory, man. It was it was a hard-fought match between both of them, but Malik was the better man that night. Sage, you were there. You agree? Yeah, I love Malik. I can't even deny it. I think he is so much fun to watch. Um, But, yeah, I think, you know, both of these competitors, they are extremely talented. I know they have a history, so I know this match was probably really special for them. But, um, yeah, I, I can't deny what you're what you're saying, Reggie. I'm not honest to God. He is just, woo! Yeah, and I... I'm not gonna... go, go ahead, Reggie. I'm, sorry, I'm not going to say he's woo, but, you know, I'll, I'll let you say that. See, <laughs> I Sarah, can say uh, it. Sage, you can say who that, is... Sage, but I ain't saying woo about him. You know what I mean? He, he, was, he got a pretty style, but, you know... I don't mean woo like, ooh, I want him. I mean woo like he's just so much fun to watch, and I think he's just talented. He has the look. Uh, Adam must have hypnotized you, because... Just pass, pass it to Big Joe. Big Joe, what do you think, bud? The no, I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm not saying it like, like you know, I'm not I'm not being like, ooh, I won't. I'm talking about like, woo, okay, like okay, okay. Children, children, children. Listen to this banter between Reggie Banner and Sage Santiago. I love it. But yeah, Malik Delvante, man, the future is is basically limitless for him right now. He, he This is his second match here in Battlefield. He's impressed both times, and he's already in the win column, which is huge, especially when we're talking about moving up those rankings and, and starting to become in title contention. Now, third match, we have the intellectual interrupter, J.J. Smith versus Kai Sky. We've seen this match before. Both of these men know each other very, very well, and we kind of alluded to that last week in the uh, podcast. And uh, this time, I mean, the results finally going in J.J. Smith's favor. You know, he was able to lock on his submission move and pick up the victory over Kai Sky. Uh, Reggie, any takeaways from this one moving forward for both of these guys? How does Kai Sky bounce back, and how does J.J. Smith keep this momentum going? You know, I think Kai can easily bounce back once he realizes his true potential and what he can do and just execute his moves and not really worry about, I don't want to sound harsh, but like his opponent's health, you know, he needs to really stay on top of his opponent, especially someone like JJ, who's very crafty. He gave, he gave JJ a lot of times to actually go out the ring and pick up this physics books or whatever it was that JJ was studying (laughs) on how to work certain body parts. And 
you know, he gave JJ enough time so JJ could read to figure out how to execute the figure four leg lock, which he did beautifully. And it was very effective because Kai Sky tapped out right away. But Kai, next time, buddy, stay on your opponent. And you would have had that W, but hey, you can't win them all. Sage, you, you agree? Yeah, I mean, last week I did say, I think, you know, last week on our podcast, I did say I predicted that J.J. Smith was going to win. So I don't mean to toot my own horn here, but I was correct in this matter. Jesus um, <laughs> sorry, Reggie, because you voted for Kai. I voted for J.J. Anyways, but yeah, I think I, I completely agree with what you said about Kai. I think he really, I feel like he doubts himself a lot. Um, just from passing him by in the hallways and stuff. So I think he really needs to tap into, tap into himself, into his true potential, and then he can see what he can, you know, really do. And he, yeah, I think other than that, the match went went fine. But I was right regardless. Oh my goodness, the 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 forever modest Sage Santiago once again. She's like, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but toot toot. So she does it. Yeah, that's that's hysterical. Yeah, I mean, Kai Sky, you guys are both alluding to the fact that, you know, he's lacking that killer instinct and, uh, you know, maybe still having some of the butterflies and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not going to say that it's easy to go out there and perform in front of a live crowd by any means, but you have to just kind of hone that in and, and focus on your opponent and be able to 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 just really continue to do enough damage to, to get the victory. But I'm sure, you know, we'll see both of these gentlemen in action once again. Match number four going into a match that I absolutely love on paper. And this new tag team that has entered the battlefield, the Vetranos, Mook and Stock. I, oh my God, I know it's hard. We're not supposed to be biased, but I love these two, man. Like, they, I just love everything. I love the look. I love the, the tenacity. I love the teamwork. I love their... They're, they're technically sound wrestling style. They're like a well-oiled machine. And they were taking on the Brothers Gray, another well-oiled machine, if I do say so myself. And the Vetrano's coming in a little bit undersized here because, I mean, Damian Gray is a big boy. I mean, that, that dude probably goes about 265, and his brother Salem isn't that far behind him. So a little bit of a size advantage there, but... Two teams consisting of brothers. I mean, they grew up together. They they know everything about each other. They know what the other one is thinking. And just to see these two units collide in, in a tag team match is just absolutely freaking awesome. Reggie, Vitrano's here, able to pick up the victory via the, the via the roll up and the brothers Gray attacking them in very in very brothers Gray fashion, attacking the Vitranos after the bell. So what transpired here to walk us through the finish of this match? You know, first of all, let me just paint a picture for everyone. Like, the size advantage. Picture the um, the Ventrana brothers. I don't know. This is going to pick some, like, old memories. Remember um, the tag team Kai and Tai with Taka Michinoku and Funaki? Those were the Ventrana brothers, right? And they're fighting, um, you know, Salem, Salem Gray, the brothers. They're like the APA, right? They're not really wrestling you. They're just brawling you, beating the living hell out of you. And Essentially, I feel as though that the Brothers Gray lost track of what, you know, the goal of the wrestling match is. You want to get the one, two, three, not punish your opponent. But the whole time, Stock and Mook are actually doing wrestling moves. They're going for pins. They're going for, you know, quick finishes. There was a, a, a second that happened in the match where uh, Salem 
hits this, tries to hit this huge big boot on Stock. And um, Mook is actually able to pull Salem down so he can actually roll him up for the one, two, three. So it was like, you know, it was a quick roll up that quick. And the brothers were think brothers great thinking, hey, we were in total control of this match. This is bullshit. So, but they lost. So to take out the frustration, they beat the hell out of the Ventrano brothers. Yeah, I it's, mean the th- the thing is, Reggie, it's 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 ring awareness, and both of these teams are still relatively new to the industry. So I mean, you you pick those things up over time. You pick them up. It's like any other sport, or like any other any other. Uh, contact sport in particular like when you're you're sparring you know in boxing or MMA or wrestling it's like it's only half speed like it's not it's you're not going full force all the time so you know getting that's why getting these matches live and and showing up each and every month and and now with two opportunities to perform for battlefield each month you know i think the brothers gray would be much better suited if they were able to get a hold of that maybe their temperament because they like you said they just want to beat you up they don't care about having a wrestling match and that's that that only gets you so far the vetranos seem to have matured much farther than that as far as their ring pedigree and uh you know just kind of knowing how to how to pick up the victory and at the end of the day that's what it that's what matters it doesn't matter how much damage you do to your opponents it matters that you're able to get the their shoulders pinned to the to the mat for the count of three so awesome tag match here coming up at, uh, that we saw here at summer swivel match five and we had uh this match is turning into a grudge match this one is going to go down um Obviously not over after what took place here, but Rico Gold, the money line, taking on the OG Code Red from Prime Time Heat. Code Red was super confident going into this one, but so was Rico Gold because if we remember, we talked about this last week, we had the drama from their previous meeting where Rico had Code in the submission, and it, it appeared that Code Red may have tapped out, So, but it was inadvertent because he was slapping the mat trying to get the crowd roused and and build some some momentum there but Rico Gold is running with that and he's posted all over social media Reggie as you mentioned he has polls up about there and and you know did code tap out I I mean it's just crazy what's going on here so the ending of this match Rico Gold was able to actually get away with uh, getting the victory over Code Red but he had his damn feet on the ropes so uh, of course it couldn't have just been a a, a nice uh, even clean victory for him and uh, I'll tell you what Sage this is for the first time in a long time we're seeing Code Red on the wrong end of these kind of tactics this is new territory for him so what what give me some insight here since you're a big primetime heat fan uh, you know yeah i love my boy code i i do i i just you know i when it came to this match i figured rico gold was gonna have you know some tricks up his sleeves and part of me thought Code would would expect the same thing and i think the issue was he went in there just wanting to beat the living hell out of rico gold and kind of forgot that rico is a bit of a um you know, a trickster, a little, a little bit of a cheater, and uh, scumbag. And, uh, what? He is a scumbag. A scumbag. I yeah, yeah, he is. He he uh, he he is. I, I I can't deny that one. But um, I, you know, I think the issue was Code kind of didn't expect someone to pull what he used to pull on people, and 
it's just it was a learning experience you know what i mean it, next time he'll win I, I believe in my boy code i believe in him what about you big joe yeah, I think that's that's the point I was trying to drive home there with, you know, Code might have been caught off guard a little bit here with uh, Rico Gold able to pick up that extra leverage with his feet on the ropes. I mean, people at, at home uh, who are outside of wrestling or have never stepped in a ring don't realize how much having that elevated position and getting that stability from the ropes really does help you keep your opponent pinned to the mat. So, um Reggie, when, when are we seeing – it's not a point of if. It's when are we seeing Chapter 3 to this rivalry. Oh, man, hopefully as soon as possible, you yeah. know. But uh, what, from what I've heard, um, Oos came out and actually said if Code Red wants to be in this world title tournament to crown the first BPW champion, all he has to do is go through gold to get gold. So this match is coming up. Next dude, next um, next show, and it's that simple. If Code Red beats Rico Gold, he's in the tournament for the BPW World Title. So that's the motivation for him to win this match. Wow. So we all know what happens when you give <laughs> when you give Code Red a goal like that. He's gonna absolutely smash, and uh, I think Rico Gold is in some trouble. So uh, more to come on that rivalry because I'm sure this one isn't over, guys. Match six. I know you two are excited for this, man. Steve-O taking on the debuting Logie Flamingo, a.k.a. Logie P. Man, I heard that the crowd was all about Logie Flamingo. Reggie, break it down. Listen, man, when before Logie P even came out, the fans are chanting, Logie, Logie, Logie. Literally, man, like I could not hear myself talking. So. Let me, let me just paint a picture when a match comes out. You, you instantly see the size advantage. Wild boy Steve-O, you know, in-shape guy. Logie P, 80-pound toothpick, right? Built like, no pun intended, a flamingo. So these two, you know, they start with, uh, with a lockup. And um, wild boy Steve-O is showing his, his strength over Logie P and a little bit of a, um, you know, a veteran experience. But Logie P, man, this guy has some fight in him. He's throwing punches. He's suplexing Wild Boy Steve-O. He, at one point, he climbs to the top of the rope and does this flamingo drop and executes it perfectly for a two count. But unfortunately, you know, uh, Steve-O, being the veteran, was able to finish Logie P off of a frog splash. But man, the whole time, like, the crowd was erupting for Logie. Like he he lost, unfortunately, but you cannot take any, anything away from his performance. Like he went out there, he shocked me. He he must have shocked everyone around him because like he earned Battlefield's respect. Like that was a hell of a debut. Not to take away anything from him losing the match, but like he he showed out. It was it was great. Yeah, man. And that's all that matters. I mean, you have to leave it all in the ring. And clearly, you know, with him making such a uh, uh, an impactful debut, I mean, you see the type of uh, just the quality of training you're getting here at Battlefield in the in the Performance Center. I mean, it's awesome. And, you know, speaking of Logie's frame and everything like that, the kid has long limbs. He's tall. I mean, if he puts on some size and some strength, I mean, he could be a problem here in a few years. Um, not that he's not going to take off sooner than that, but I mean, you know, it's it, experience is everything in the, in this business. I mean, very few people can come out and, and do what Logan Paul does and just 
you know, perform like he's been in the business for 20 years. It, it You have to develop that. You have to earn it over time. But awesome, uh, awesome debut for Logie Sage. Where do you rank that on your Battlefield Pro Wrestling debuts? Oh, my God. I I can't lie. I think I think out of all the debuts um, that especially that I've gotten to announce, this one definitely was my favorite. Just seeing everyone's face, seeing Logie P come out. It was just it was so heartwarming. And like Reggie said, he might have lost. But like there's no denying the love that the crowd had for him, that the battle that battlefield has for him. And I I can't wait. I can't wait to see his career keep going. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, I mean, good for him. Welcome to the battlefield, Logie Flamingo, a.k.a. Logie P. Awesome debut, my friend. Well, we are going to take a quick ad break now, ladies and gentlemen. We'll tell you about one of our great sponsors, and we will be back in a few moments. Hi, BPW Nation. This is Big Joe Machesco, the voice of the battlefield. And I'm here to tell you about one of our terrific sponsors, the Biscontini Law Firm. The Biscontini Law Firm is your premier Pennsylvania personal injury law firm. Peter Biscontini, one of BPW's referees and the commissioner of BPW, will work personally one-on-one. -on -one. Car accidents, work injuries, slip and falls, and medical malpractice all the types of cases the Biscontini Law Firm handles. You wouldn't take your air conditioner to an auto mechanic, so why would you take your personal injury case to one of those general law firms where the lawyer pretends to handle everything? Call the Biscontini Law Firm for your personal injury needs. No fee until they win. 570-283-7777. Again, that's 570-283-7777. And we are back to wrap up the final half of summer swivel our latest future show here now we're kicking this off right now with another tag match here actually a new tag team that was recently formed here we, we also discussed this last week mike payton's revolution so it's harlan calix and rob tragedy forming a tag team and I mean, they're making their debut as a tag team, but they have to go up against Primetime Heat in their first match. Primetime Heat's been doing their thing for months now in the battlefield on Futures and on the main roster at the pay-per-views as well. They are, I mean, no pun intended, they are red hot right now. So we had Dio and Trey Heat teaming up here to take on uh, Harlan Calix and Rob Tragedy with, of course, Pigpen Peyton in their corner. Um Everything we saw from this match here, it, it, it was a good back and forth. And, and of course, Peyton sticking his nose in where it doesn't belong, as per usual. But uh, Primetime Heat, in the end, able to come together and pick up the victory over the the revolution, Mike Peyton's revolution, via the 3D, that devastating finishing maneuver that they have, ad have adopted themselves. Sage, I know I don't even have to ask you, but how happy are you for Primetime Heat that they picked up the victory and... How do you think they're going to carry that momentum into the tag team gauntlet match later on this month? You know, when I heard they were going against Mike Payton's revolution, I wasn't even worried. I knew my boys were going to win, especially when they were going up against a group that is led by Pigpen Payton, the grossest man on the roster. Um, so, I, you know, I was reading this on paper and I was like, I'm good. My boys are good. Everything is good. And at the end, Big Joe, I don't know. Big Joe, they held up the tag team championships. The hey, new, stinky. the new. Oh my God, well, that, that better not our... be for my for my boys, Big Joe. No, no for was... the bunch of bum asses. Uh, pig pens, the pig pens. Um, but my boys held up 
held up those championships. And let me just tell you, Big Joe, they look very good on them. And I, that's all I got to say is because those belts are coming home. Yeah, I mean, what? A, I mean, listen, I'm not going to be sad if Primetime Heat's the first representation of the champions in this tag division. I, I mean, I absolutely, uh, definitely uh, hammering the drum for these guys now. They, they have the right attitude. Finally, they're over their cheating ways. I mean, this is just awesome. It's, uh, you know, we'll see what we'll see what transpires here at the end of the month at the uh, tag team gauntlet match at Edge of Greatness. But, I mean. We know big things are coming for primetime heat. The, the revolution, they need to go back to the drawing board and probably, you know, take a look at each other and realize that uh, Mike Payton's not the guy to lead them to the promised land because that, that guy sucks. Um, match number nine. You guys know I was excited for this one because this is two absolute fan favorites, two of my favorite just to watch from an entertainment standpoint. We got Danger Jameson descending from Mount Stuntmore. Taking on superstar V Marino with the Philadelphia Playboy as the special guest referee. What a freaking meeting of the minds we have here. So Danger Jameson uh getting the call to come up against V Marino, who V Marino has been on a little bit of a winning streak here, too. This kid's really coming into his own. And uh he has some has a little bit of a uh, little bit of bad blood going with the Philadelphia Playboy, so uh, you know it wouldn't be Summer Swivel without a Playboy appearance coming out there and, and doing his thing as the special guest referee. Reggie, let's hit on some high notes here in this match. What? Tell us what took place, man. There was a lot of swiveling in this match, man. A lot of swiveling. So it was the greatest thing. Every time the um, V or Danger went for a pin and say their respective opponent kicked out. The Playboy swiveled each and every time. And this is great. Danger's loving it. But Big J, you're going to love this even more. V is getting pissed off every time the Playboy <laughs> swivels. Every single time he swivels, he gets pissed off. He gets so pissed off to the point that V actually takes out the Playboy with a power driver. Whoa. Yep. He powered out the Playboy. Bell's not running. No disqualification yet. Danger Hits him with this big-ass stunt. Yeah. Right? V is down. V is out. Who comes to the rescue? Tommy Pro. Tommy Pro runs out there. You could account to 100. V was out. One, two, three. Danger wins. However, after this, V gets up, and he fights Playboy all the way to the back. So I don't think this rivalry is anywhere near over yet. But, man, we got some swivels in. Me and Big Sean... Dude, we were bumping and swiveling the whole time in commentary. Oh, this match, God. Man. It, was, oh, my. it was great, man. Like, listen, man. Like, we was moving, man. Oos was moving. Everyone was swiveling. Awesome. It was beautiful. Dude, that is awesome, man. There's something about the swivel that just gets everybody. We have fans of, of all ages, genders, uh, ethnicities that get down with the swivel. So, that's good. I mean, I. V Marino and and the, and the Playboy, they're gonna, you know, this is definitely gonna come to a head, and we're gonna see them settle it in the ring for sure. Uh, but yeah, good for Dange getting the victory, and and shout out to senior official Tommy Pro coming in to make the save after uh, V Marino thought he was getting away with a with a cheap one here. So match number ten, hard to believe. Well, actually, match number nine. I apologize. We have championship material. No, this is 10. You're right. You're right. You're, you're, you're still excited about the swivel, man. 
Yeah, I, I lost track of the numbers, to be honest. So let's just go with the next match. We have uh, ch championship material. So we have Vinny Mac and the closer, Joey Martinez. And they came in to uh, take on... Oh. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't want to talk over the BPW faithful giving their uh, endorsement for championship material. They came in to take on Bryce Reedus and Uranagi. So the uh, the young up-and-comers versus the, the 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 crafty veterans, so to speak, here with uh, with Vinnie Mac and uh, Joey Martinez. Now, <laughs> this I was thinking this could be a look-ahead spot for championship material because they are starting out. The gauntlet match they have the unfortunate task of leading that off so they have a long night ahead of them at edge of greatness or maybe not i mean they could get knocked out quick but uh knowing them they'll figure something out to uh try and advance through the the tag teams here but th this no surprise here with the results of this match uh, championship material picks up the win via low blow on, on bryce i mean that again uh, reggie how do they always get the ref out of position where they can pull this stuff off dude you know, the crazy thing about this match was they came in not taking um, Yuri and Bryce serious at all. And then once they found out that these two got heart and soul, that's when the cheating finally started. So once that happens, Yuri actually dives outside the ring onto, um, you know, on the championship material. And then when Joey hits uh, Bryce with... The low blow. Not only was it a low blow, he also had a handful of tights as well to add insult to injury. Yeah, of course. So, just, you know, disgusting. Yeah, doesn't have to cheat once, but has to cheat twice in the same match to get one victory. Absolutely disgusting is right. Next match, another debut, and golly, am I excited for this one. Terry Adonis, the thoroughbred. Terry Donis, man, I, I I am just, you know, throwing all my shekels on this kid to, to strap the rocket to his back and go straight to the top because he's got the, uh, the the whole package here as far as what a professional wrestler should be. He takes on Sam Adams, a veteran of this industry. Sam Adams has been around the block. So for Terry Donis to come in and take on somebody uh, of, of Sam's level, absolutely crazy that he got this opportunity. And he did not disappoint. Sage, can you tell us again? Now we had one debut here. What was the crowd reaction like for Terry Adonis? Are they are they into Terry Adonis? Do they not like Terry Adonis? What 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 were you picking up here? I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty sure. I mean, from what I understood and when I saw him, the crowd was into him. I mean, you can't help but be into him. Like he has the look that you're looking for when you talk about a professional wrestler. I mean, it. it it's incredible what he can do with the amount of, like, you wouldn't believe if I told you guys how long he's been training for when you saw him in that match. Because it's just incredible what he can do and how he can perform. Um, But the crowd loved him. I loved him. I felt like a proud mom during the entire match. Um, What about you, Reggie? How did you think about it? Listen, this man's belly-to-belly -belly suplex was so perfect. Like, the way he had his hips pointed and the way he drove to suplex Sam Adams was beautiful. And like you said, you you couldn't believe that he this was his first match, you know? And Sam actually took some of that veteran um, skills to, not to say good use, but, you know, he definitely thumbed to the eyes, um, you know, raking the eyes a little bit, trying to throw Terry off his game. But actually... 
I don't think Sam was expecting Terry to come up, come out of nowhere with that roll up for the one, two, three. But you know, Sam gave him the rub. Sam was like, "Kid, you hung with me. You did good. Welcome to the battlefield." Extended the hands, pointed at him, raised hand of victory. Man, respect was showed. Like he earned it. He earned that victory. He earned that respect from Sam Adams and the BPW crowd. So Terry's here to stay. Man, that is awesome. I mean, it's just imagine making your debut and like just hitting it out of the bat. It's like I mean, like that's okay. So like a major league baseball player gets his first ever at bat and hits a freaking home run. I mean, that's exactly what this is like. But the thoroughbred definitely took like uh, a duck to water with the professional wrestling. I mean, he has the it factor, and that is uh, very important that you can be able to carry yourself. Now, the thing is, uh, can he channel that and not get too big of a head and, and stay grounded? Because, you know, sometimes we see that in this in this business with people that get a little bit uh, too full of themselves and they get a little bit off course. But I don't see that happening. Terry's a good kid, and uh, he is definitely going to be uh, one to watch here on the Battlefield Pro Wrestling roster. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our main event. Of the evening. So, to nobody's surprise, we have Phil Insane finding himself in the main event of yet another Battlefield Pro Wrestling show. This guy really is uh, the John Cena of Battlefield Pro Wrestling. I mean, absolutely just brings it every show that he is scheduled on. Like, he is going to give everybody his best. Now, he takes on Ox Adams, finding himself in a, a, a main event already in his young career. And what a clash of Titans. We have just the, the mad butcher going up against Ox and Reggie. I know this one it has to be a little bit bittersweet for you. Phil insane somehow, some way able to hit the primal cut slam on Ox Adams and get out of there with the victory. So, um, I'm just going to break it down. What is Phil psyche like now? I mean, was he, do you think he was envisioning Spencer Slade when he was lined up against Ox here in the ring? You know, this match was so disturbing. It was like 50 shades of wrestling. Like, whatever Phil did to Ox, put a smile on Phil. Whatever Ox did to Phil, it, it you know, put a smile on him as well. They're hitting each other, they're putting each other through tables, through trash cans, and they're loving it. Until Phil finally had enough of this. And I'm just envisioning him just picturing Spencer Slade and that mask, you know, him destroying that mask because he ended up killing Ox Adams at the end for the one, two, three. There was no remorse behind his eyes. He just went completely blank and just obliterated him. So if I was Spencer Slade and I'm watching this, I will be kind of scared because not only is Ox Adams seven foot, he's also 365 pounds. So like, he did that to him. What's he going to do to Spencer? Man, that's a good point. But I, as you know, I mentioned it earlier too. Spencer Slade just—I mean—I think he's confident enough in his skills that no matter who or or, or what he is lined up against, you know, he's going to bring it here. But I mean, their match obviously. It, when you're fighting, when you're taking on Phil Insane in a wrestling match, Sage, why is it a bad idea? to start bringing the environment into the match when you're taking Phil and He almost thrives on this. Because, yeah, like you said, he thrives on that. Like, that that's what it gets his adrenaline rushing. That's what gets him going. And and it's like, it, it, like Reggie said, it's disturbing. Like, he, 
he, he's into that it's what it's what he wants and you know once you start bringing that out it's going to start bringing more of like the power of fill out and it's just like you're screwed if you're his opponent you're screwed and that is your mistake because you brought out what he likes you brought out the like the animal in him the beast in him yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, it's it, Phil gets back in the win column here going into the pay-per-view later on this month where he has that rematch with Spencer Slade. But that is the full review of Battlefield Pro Wrestling Futures Presents the Summer Swivel, baby. What a, what a party we had in the summer here at the Summer Swivel. Now, next segment here, really quick before we wrap up and get out of here. I was thinking, you know, we've been doing the fantasy booking. And I wanted to add a little wrinkle here to this. So uh, we're going to call this fantasy booking with a twist. And that little twist is going to be this. Moving forward, we're going to come up with matches that we would like to see regardless of affiliation. So we're going to we're going to think outside of the battlefield uh, scope for finding opponents for our guys. Now, here's a match. And I don't think either one of you can even deny the fact that this would be uh, a marquee matchup anywhere. So we're taking the aforementioned Phil Insane, the Mad Butcher, and we are going to put him up against the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Ooh. Yeah. So, Reggie, as, as a booker, a fantasy booker, give me a give me a star rating on that match, just just based off the the, the pre-match alone. Where, how, what's your anticipation? How, how good do you think that one? That's first of all, I'm just envisioning the promos between the two of them going back and forth. Like, who is going to get in whose head first? And then I'm picturing the the type of match they're going to do. Is it going to be something like a funhouse creepy type match, or is it going to be like a butcher's, you know, sanctuary type match? Something crazy, something just over the top, something violent. I'm giving you a 4.3 star match. Love it. Yeah, I'll take that, man. Because if you're up there, if you're above four stars, man, you're like, you're there. I mean, you you, you got it. And like you said, is this going to be a funhouse match? Is this going to be a slaughterhouse match? Who knows? All we know is it's going to be violent. So, Sage, let me, let me ask you, can you bring us a fantasy booking match with the twist for next week's podcast? Of course I can, Big Judge's way. It's gonna be, it's gonna be like crazy. It's gonna yeah. be a crazy one. I got you. Yeah, I can't wait because you know, I, you know, we have to step out beyond the battlefield sometimes here, and uh, you know, our fans are pro wrestling fans after all, and you know, it doesn't hurt to talk about the uh, the guys at the top. I mean, uh, Alpha Junior, his dad, they all have ties to the WWE, so uh, no shame in in trying to uh, get our guys paired up with some of those guys. And another thing I want to add to this fantasy booking here is it doesn't have to be a present wrestler. It could be somebody in the past. Cause I was thinking about putting Phil with some of the, some of the crazy guys in the past as well. That would have been awesome matches, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to spout off too many more with Phil because I, I have a lot of other ideas of who I would want to book him with. Um, so that's it for this week's episode of the Battlefield Pro Wrestling Podcast. Join us again next week as we give the preview for Edge of Greatness, which is coming once again on July 30th. And that will be on the Premier Streaming Network live at the Battlefield Signature Performance Center in Broadheadsville, Pennsylvania. But that's all for now. I am Big Joe for Reggie Banner and Sage Santiago. We are out. We've been through the storm. It's our time now. Yeah. Moving here through the storm and the fire. Something else that I desired. Waking up each and every day. 
just to make it straight. So get out my way, telling you exactly, moving so naturally through the storm, it's on. Thinking about my time, I respond, I'm gone. Uh, living through the trouble for you. We are BPW. Nothing else can I sacrifice. Moving through this world, gotta get my mind right. I'm lifting weights, I'm training. This is my time, I'm remaining. For the problem, I'm explaining. Uh, each and every day, I must go. Things in the world for everything that I know. Through this feeling and all the problems that I've shown. Things that I've did for the problem, I explode, yeah. And only you can even stop it. Stop. I'm thinking about my life and all the profit. profit. Each and every day training, remaining. remaining. There is no time for the explaining. We are. I feel it in my soul, I feel it in this world, I gotta take control I feel it in my mind, I feel it in my grind I feel BBW, yeah it's my time, I'm home I've been waiting for days To think about my time in the maze I'm coming out truly ungrazed Everything that I did to get paid, I'm waking up Nobody hit, never stop me Moving with the punches and jabs, just call me Rocky Moving through this world, yeah, movement just has been sloppy There's nobody in this world to top me Remain the greatest forever. Get your mind together, uh, and I am doing this no matter the weather. Got the feeling, already know that I'm healing. I got my time in the ceiling, moving all the way up to the sky. There's nobody else ever this fly. I came back from the dead to begin. I have no other choice but to win. Yeah, we are. BPW.